You are listening to episode 63 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs. Welcome back. I am so excited to have a wonderful guest on the podcast with me today. I was speaking with Dr. Michelle Schuckman recently, and she was telling me about a program that she and her husband were producing. And I thought to myself, this is exactly what I needed when I was in clinic. So we were going to get into all the details, but without further ado, I want to say welcome. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. My name is uh, Michelle Shookman. I am an internal medicine physician in Los Angeles. And a couple of years ago, I also got board certified in obesity medicine. And so excited to be here. So you said it right there. You're an internist and you also are board certified in obesity medicine. So when you and I were speaking, you mentioned that you were going to create a course that would help physicians with obesity. Why did you think that this was so important? Because I think, oh my gosh, I totally needed this yesterday. Tell me why you have the passion behind this project. Yeah, thanks for asking, Michelle. Um, So pretty much I have felt when I've been practicing primary care that obesity has always been the secondary topic, such as, you know, they have so many other issues that we address a lot of times in our clinic visits, diabetes, hypertension, um, depression, anxiety, all these other things. And then when it comes to their weight, a lot of times because of time limitations or just feeling that the patients are not ready to talk about their weight, I always, you know, it's fell back on things saying things like, oh, exercise more or eat healthier. And reality was it wasn't really getting our patients any closer to actually losing weight. So my husband and I, who are both doing the program together, we were very frustrated. He's also a primary care physician. And we kept talking about it. There must be a better way to help people and help our patients. So initially, this was just a venture to help ourselves take care of our patients better. So we went and we were like, oh, we can obesity certified and learn more about this. So we did. We we ended up studying, took the boards, passed the boards. But then all that knowledge we still felt was really lacking in how to apply it in our actual daily practice. And talking to different colleagues and people we work with, we found that other people feel the same way, that even though they might even know the information, they don't actually know how to apply it every day in their practice. So that's kind of when we got the idea, we should make a course for other providers to help them apply what we already know and have been successfully doing in our own clinic practice um, to teach them what we're doing. That's absolutely fantastic because it's like, yeah, you can know the book knowledge, but it's like, where do we actually make the change for our patients, right? Isn't that what we all want? We want our patients to be healthy. We want them to buy in. And I think that certainly for me, I mean, it's been over 20 years since I've been in medical school, the training on weight and health and obesity was not that robust. And certainly there have been a lot of advancements and hopefully will continue to be more advancements, but I just feel like a lot of us struggle. Yeah. So what would you say would be 
one of the greatest benefits. I mean, it sounds to me, now tell me if I'm wrong, you're taking all of this knowledge and you're distilling it down. Tell me more about that. Yeah. So um, what we ended up doing is that, so we learned all this information again, like I kind of mentioned, we didn't really know how to apply it until we actually practiced. So we trial and error, years of trial and error, trying to figure out how do we teach patients? How do we tell them what we know? How do we get them to motivate change? What medications should we use? In what circumstances do some medications work better than other medications? And so we did this ourselves through years of practice in our clinic And we've talked about it, me and my husband, and what works and what doesn't work. And now what we did in this course is we condensed all that information into six weeks, which sounds like a lot of time, but reality is most of the lectures, modules, what we call, are less than an hour a week. And we provided it in a simplified format. And in the middle of all of it, we're talking about our own experiences, what we do in those circumstances, and also debunking a lot of myths and stigma around weight and obesity. Oh my gosh, that's huge. It sounds to me like amazing material and we get the pearls. That's, yes. I mean, I love to learn. Believe me, I could like go to CME lectures all day long because <laughs> I'm just a lifelong learner. And so are all my listeners. They're very intelligent women. And yet there comes a point, it's like, what are the facts? What, how can I take this huge piece of information and distill it down to a nugget that's going to apply. And I love that you share like your practical stories. You know, I'm sure you're like, yep, we tried this, that didn't work. So then we pivoted and did this. The myths are also very intriguing to me. Would you mind just sharing one of your uh, favorite myths that we can debunk right here today on the Remind (laughs) Yourself podcast? Yeah. So um, I think the biggest myth is exercising more and eating less calories actually leads to weight loss. So I know that seems so. It's so true. It's such a common myth. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, what very few people actually know is that our bodies create a set point, whether it is 100 pounds overweight or five pounds overweight, it thinks that that's where you're supposed to be. And there's lots of things that, you know, get you to that set point, which we go into a little bit in the course, but you have a set point. And if you try to lose weight, essentially by decreasing calories, your body then turns on all these mechanisms to get you back to that set point. So essentially your body's against you. Yeah. It's like almost like the body knows where it wants to be. Right. Yeah. And I bet that causes a lot of pain and suffering for these patients who are saying, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to do all these things and I'm just, it's not working. Yeah, they probably are. They probably are trying. They probably are feeling frustrated. And there's so many factors that go into weight and weight loss. It's not just what they put in their body. It's also stress. It's also the medications like that they're on that could be contributing to their weight gain. There's so many like different facets and it's really important to think about the whole person and what's actually going on and not just focusing on that number itself. Wonderful. Well, that sounds fantastic. Now I have to say that, I mean, obesity is to me like another disease in all the diseases that we deal with in medicine. And yet I think there's still a lot of stigma And Mm -hmm. certainly there is a lot of, unfortunately, fat phobia and sizeism in our society. So how do you take that into consideration program and in the work that you do? Because again, I know this is what you do. And so I think it's helpful to make sure that people understand that, yeah, this is going on and this sort of knowledge can help. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. So 
as we have seen through the years, what do we what is portrayed as beauty is a skinny thin model. And sure, there's some, some efforts being made to put a more real woman or real man out there and try to make that more the norm. But reality is people's vision of what normal is, is very skewed by marketing. And so patients already feel shame and embarrassment that they are overweight. They know they are overweight. They're very obvious to them. Some sure are fine with their weight and happy in their skin and they're you know content at the way they are. But a lot of patients, when we bring up weight in clinic, it's a very touchy subject. And I think it's really important to bring it up in a way that is not judgmental. Instead, bring it up in a way that is sensitive to them. So something I like to do in clinic is um, I'll go through, you know, some things like we're like, let's say they're at a physical and I'll go through, okay, their blood pressure. We talk about preventative measures. And then I try to ask the question about weight in a very open-ended way. I do want to like, I'll say something along the lines, like I do want to talk about your weight. I know weight can be a sensitive topic. And is that something you're okay with doing today? And a lot of times patients are either relieved or, or closed off. And so if they're relieved and they were, oh, yes, I've been trying so hard. Thank you so much for bringing it up. And they want to tell you everything or, or vice versa. They're like, no, I really don't want to. But you can sometimes gauge that too, like when they don't want to step on the scale or, you know, they feel uncomfortable comfortable, you know, in their gowns that we make them change into, they might be like trying to cover themselves up because they feel uncomfortable. So you could sometimes gauge that too. So sometimes they're just not ready to talk about it either. And I think it's, it's just, again, just being open-minded and understanding to all situations. Absolutely. Any tips in those situations to be, you know, considerate, particularly folks who, you know, may certainly have an elevated BMI, but all their other numbers are looking really good, right? So there's this whole concept of health at any size. And so that's always felt like where I struggled. I'm like, you know what? They're doing well. They're moving their body. They're getting fruits and vegetables in. I always felt like, yeah, that's great. And I want my patients to know that. Any other things that you would suggest in this situation? Yeah, I think um, if patients are making good effort and they are eating nutritious whole foods, trying to avoid processed foods, getting up and getting moving and getting their body very active, and overall their numbers look great and they're healthy, but really it's just the number on the scale that is the problem. I think there's two ways to approach that, encouraging them to continue and hopefully that change will eventually lead to some weight loss, which may or may not happen and or still like working on the things that maybe they're not doing. So people a lot of times have underlying reasons what got them to the weight they are. Um, So emotional eating or different things like this. Although a lot of the time they might be doing the right thing, they may have moments that they're still struggling that they don't really want to open up and talk about. So I try to dive in and I, and what I encourage providers to do is actually ask the difficult questions that, um, you know, or is there a time that you're eating throughout the day that, you know, is, might not be the right time? Or do you, do you ever eat food that you shouldn't be eating or, or you feel ashamed that you're eating or you hide eating it? You know, so trying to dig just a little deeper, like, and not just assume everything's okay and great. I think that's fantastic. As you know, I speak a lot about mental health and 
I think that there is, it's a way for us to feel a little better, right? We eat certain foods and we get a big dopamine hit. And so there's been a lot of trauma in people's lives and just stressors. If it's stress, right? During the pandemic, we, you know, joke about the COVID-19 gained, but like, you know, it's not funny when people are stressed, they turn to ways to feel better. And if they don't know how to talk about their feelings or they don't have a therapist or a coach to kind of process them, then a lot of people turn to overeating, over drinking, spending too much time sitting on their behind, you know, watching Netflix and on social media. So I think that's really important that you bring that up. And I think all of us as physicians are quite aware, but I really, in going through my coaching program, I really learned that the mind drives our body's actions, our emotions drive our actions. And so if overeating is an action, like what are the emotions that are fueling that? So that's probably a talk for another day, but I Love that you comment on that. Do you have a module on emotional eating in your program or tell me a little bit about that? Yeah. So we have lots of different modules and I could go through them really quick. And then yes, specifically um, related to the mind. And so the first modules on foundational knowledge is giving everybody just the basis of what you need to know to treat obesity. Um, Module two is all about the clinic visit, like how to streamline your visit. How do you ask those questions? What you should do in circumstances? Should you do an intake form and ask the questions up front? Should you talk to them just during the visit and, and just little strategies in those circumstances? Module three is all about medication. So we go through both on-label, off-label medications and strategies, how to get them covered because they tend to be quite expensive. Module four is all about diets, exercise, bariatric surgery, the gut health, like going into all of that. Module five is where the mind comes in. So there we talk about motivational interviewing. We talk about being mindful. We talk about also eating disorders and how that can play a negative role in people gaining weight as well and how to assess for that. And maybe they need to seek psychiatric help for that, those kind of things. And then module six is just basically a whole module on clinical pearls and how, like when you see this kind of patient, what do you do? What should be your first strategy? What, what else to consider and all those things. This sounds like something that most primary care doctors should investigate. That's just sort of my thought. Do you, you don't solely do bariatric medicine, correct? Or obesity medicine? Primarily a primary care physician, but um, a lot of my practice, as I think most primary care physicians deal with patients struggling with obesity. So I feel like, you know, 30% of my day is talking about this. Gotcha. So did you hear that everybody? This is not just if you have a clinic where you're dealing with weight issues. This is really for all of us in probably more than just primary care, but we're the ones who are dealing with the chronic disease management. And, and this is a part of it. It's part of, you know, being human and, and taking care of our bodies. And it sounds quite amazing. And I love that it's laid out so succinctly. What am I forgetting to ask you about, about this program? Any other benefits that we didn't talk about that you'd like to share? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's easy to go about your day and think, oh, you know, I'm focusing on what they're coming in for. I'm focusing on, you know, they're really bad diabetes. I'm focusing on this. But I think we really need to stand back and think about, we should focus on why are they diabetic in the first place? You know, the chicken or the egg, it probably the insulin resistance developed because they were gaining weight. And essentially that led to the diabetes. So what if we could get them to lose weight, the insulin resistance would improve, which essentially would improve their diabetes. So if you actually focus on the root cause of the problem, you're more likely to get 
a better outcome. And so that's what I really want providers to think about when they're thinking about whether they take my course or learn about obesity in the first place. Um, I think it's important to actually think of this as a condition you're treating just like diabetes itself and just like hypertension, like treat obesity as something very important to talk about and make a change. Yes. So good. And I'm just going to say, take it one step further. And what is the emotion that's causing you to overeat? Because maybe that's not always the situation, but I feel, you know, we live in a society. I mean, there's so many things. Again, that's probably a talk for another day. Just the society that we live in is just overabundant. You know, marketing relies on us feeling stressed or wanting to feel better. And so then they market all this amazing, tasty snack for us. Right. We actually, a lot of that, like when, like the obesity epidemic started was really when the marketing for snacks and high sugar processed foods came out to the market. And so there's a huge steady incline right there when the issues started. And so we are all being targeted to eat more and eat more high calorie, no poor nutrition foods that are cheaper, bigger is always better. That's our society. And so it, we're really... It's really hard to make this change, but I think the more people that learn about it and understand it, and the more people that even actually realize that that's the problem, the more likely we could create a change. Wonderful. And it takes an effort. I don't know if you've ever seen the, uh, I think it was a Netflix show called Fed Up about how sugar is added to everything. And all of these things are highly addictive, right? We get a little dopamine hit. And so I think it's important for us to understand that. I've told patients to watch that before. I'm like, this is not a fault of character that you're overweight. Your brain is addicted to these substances. And then there are other metabolic changes in the body, which I'm not as able to speak to as beautifully, but it's like, okay, it's not your fault. You're a wonderful human being and let's get you help so you're feeling better. So it sounds to me like you've laid that out pretty nicely. What else should we know? And if there's nothing else, please tell us how we can find out more about this program. I think the most important thing is thinking about insulin actually and the mind. So those are the two things that I think are the most important. And if we can decrease insulin, we're going to decrease this disease and however we can do to get there is how it's going to help us lose weight because the more insulin, the more we store. So just, I really want people to just take home that, like think about the insulin and why doesn't that make us more hungry? Doesn't insulin make us more hungry? So it's like this vicious circle. It is. It makes you hungry. It makes you store fat. It, it does. It literally, I feel like it's a culprit of all evil. And we know that we know that yes, we needed to live. Otherwise you'll die. <laughs> yeah. If you give insulin to our patients, they gain weight. That's what happens. Yes. And then also the mind, because what else makes us gain weight? We know is steroids and prednisone and cortisol. So if stress is high, emotions are high, and people are just on its own, not sleeping well and stressed out, they're going to gain weight too. Wow. So this pandemic has been like a triple whammy. Yes. Yes. It's been pretty bad. Wow. Well, that's, that's a great takeaway. So if people want to learn more about this program and I highly advise you check it out, where would they find out more? Yeah, you just go to our website. It's called www.obesitymadesimple.com. And there you'll find all the information about the program. Um, We actually do offer some CMEs for the program as well. So if you need some of those and um, it talks about what courses are currently available and how to sign up just right on there. Oh my goodness. Fantastic. I will make sure that I put a link in the show notes so that people can just click and check it out. That sounds awesome. 
Anything else, Michelle, before we wrap this up? It was such a pleasure to speak with you today. Nope, nothing else. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com. Thank you.